0: Hello everyone and welcome to another beer review. Now we're doing the kind of another beer from the kind of home bargains and BM kind of series. And what we're looking at is Buying kind of uh lesser known brands or less popular brands or brands that aren't really kind of sold in the UK. Buying these brands is it better than buying the kind of cheaper supermarket beers or the kind of uh, mainstream piss washers and things like that so that's what we're kind of looking today but today I've got the beer there Ooh. and it's Warsteiner or Warsteiner and uh, we've got this at home bargains and it's a 5 litre keg hence why there's no bottle or can that's in the, the beer machine so I've just poured it the head's just going to dissipate a little bit if you're on the the podcast but it's a nice clear lager and, uh, yeah, it's and it's roughly about 5%, if I remember rightly, but again, I'll confirm all the facts in the, the beer facts below. But, yeah, so we're looking at these type of things to see, well, is it better buying the kind of cheaper supermarket brand beers like from Aldi or Lidl um, or some of the mainstream piss water deals you're getting in other supermarkets? Than than buying these type of of beers that are branded beers that uh, seem to have a a better reputation in general, and uh, that's what this series is about. So, first I know it's a it's a German beer. Um, it's been reported as being quite a nice beer. Uh, it's been reported that uh, a lot of reviewers have given it pos- positive reviews and uh, overall if you look at kind of the kind of reviews across Europe it seems to be kind of quite highly highly regarded in that sense but at 17 pounds what's that working out so 17 pounds for a 5 liter keg which works out if it was basically 500 ml cans or 500 ml bottles that would work out you'd be getting 10 of them, so again it's working out roughly about pound seventy. so it's not too bad, it's kind of it's still well below the the £2 mark pound seventy in today's kind of prices right now, and if it's a good beer, it may actually turn out not too bad, I mean if you look at it for kind of equivalence wise, it's like getting certain kinds like say Guinness is a good example, it's roughly about five pounds twenty five for four cans and they're only four forty mil and things like that. So it gives you an idea of of what beer is kind of costing if you take that kind of Guinness this is a good kind of an example. Um so yeah. So let's crack it open. Well crack it open well, let's crack on and have a drink of it. Crack it open. It's one of those days. I've been running a bit like a blue ass fly and I'm telling you my head is up my backside. So yeah, people on the podcast, nice kind of clear, um, lager, light kind of straw colour. The head, well it's quite a nice foamy head and you can see there's quite a lot of lacing on the glass. Obviously if you're on the podcast you can't see this, but well, for other people can confirm as well that yes, there's a nice bit of lacing on the glass and it looks a fairly kind of uh, lively beer from from that point. So, let's see what it tastes like. No, let's see what it smells like. Jesus, I really am out, out of practice today, am I? well I'm getting green getting that slightly um kind of tomato salsa you know so a slightly acidity to it is what I'm getting getting grain getting light malt not really getting any sweetness not really getting anything hoppy wise coming through but yeah getting the kind of major things of kind of grain light malt that little bit of kind of uh Salsa or Heinz beans juice, if you want to call it. But yeah, let's see what it tastes like. Um, initial impression is it's quite nice. It's quite nice. Um, the last German beer we did was. It was a fest beer, El was it was, and I felt that was uh, kind of lacking in body, just kind of lacking, bordering on the kind of watery, and just in general the flavours just weren't really there. And since I actually did that review, I watched a couple of other reviews and was very surprised that certain reviews said, oh now there's body, oh it's got a lot more body and everything else, and I'm thinking. I'm missing something here because there's not but anyway it just shows you that whatever reviews you watch you know whatever you find somebody else will find something different and I suppose drinking beer is subjective but uh, uh, I I can understand people may be getting different flavours because again it's subjective and certain flavours might stand out more to other people Than someone else, and that's how it works because our tastes are different. The problem is with the body side. The body side is more to do with feel, and uh, I find that strange. I can find, I can understand people say, "Well, it's got this flavours, but I wasn't picking up and things like that. I can understand that, but body wise, if you say something's got body, it's because it's actually physically there. It's it's part of the kind of mouth feel and everything else and how the the beer feels you know when you're drinking it as well as giving you that kind of support to core flavours that's really what all the body is about and to say that it's got that when it hasn't then alarm bells are ringing thinking do you not really know what body is um and oh we're getting planes now <laughs> something new isn't it and for people that don't really watch the The reviews of which there are many Um (laughs) I don't blame you sometimes I don't Um, (laughs) Smart move But yes, uh, we have a history Of kind of background noises We've had uh, dogs barking Car alarms going off We've had uh, emergency services We've got a a Regular um, big board exhaust Boy, big board boy (laughs) And uh what other ones have we had? We've had cats coming in and just kind of ho oh, hello, then and buggering off. And, uh, yeah, we've had some kind of, kind of weird things. And we've had church bells as well. So now now we've got a bit of aviation background noise, which is quite nice. I don't know if you pick up. The problem is sometimes I hear the noise and it maybe doesn't come across in, in the actual audio, which is great. But I've got to obviously mention it because, one, it's distracting me, and, two... Then if I don't mention it, even the what's that noise in the background? If it is coming through, I don't know until I've edited it, so that's why I'm thinking, Well yes, that was it. That was an aviation noise this time. And also as the cases you might think it's neat. Which of course sometimes I do I do make um kind of uh unpleasant and unexpected noises. Um but uh, not this thing. But yeah. So yeah. The, Initial first sip not so bad. Got a nice mouthfeel. I mean it's 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 very sessionable, you could you could sink this quite easily as you can see it's, gee, it's you know, you two mouthfuls and halfway down the glass. So yes it's it's quite easy drinking. Um and overall I think it's quite a nice pleasant kind of lager. I would say I prefer it and I like it better than that uh, face beer I tried which was Erl Koenig, which was the last German beer we tried. So it's nicer than that because it's got kind of nicer flavours, It's just a nice underlying sweetness, there's a bit more body to it as well so again you can't really call it watery and overall it's just quite a nice rounded kind of lager. Now, if you look at the price and everything else and getting in a keg then I think it's actually I think it's actually quite a good kind of bargain because let's be totally honest you can go to the likes of Alden Little and spend up to pound fifty on laggers there and they're not going to be a patch on this let's be totally honest we've tried all these kind of mock pilsners and things like that and oh, Jesus God and Galahad and all these kind of nonsense and well um, with home bargains, that's a good one. They also had Budvar there as well for £17, but I didn't get that because I've actually got a bottle of it and it's going to be done as part of the Chase. I might do it later on to see what it's like in the cake, but I'll be doing the bottle and I'll be doing a review as part of the Chase. So that's why I didn't get it. But just to let you know, it's kind of the same price as well for all. I think if, if you can drink a litre. I mean one of the biggest things that well, we said about these kegs is um, there's good points and bad points to them one of the bad points is, is being able to cool them without taking up loads of room in your fridge unless you've got an additional fridge you can use which which is fine if you do but if you don't then it's going to take quite a, uh, an area of your fridge which I'm sure will probably cause issues and problems if you're married or if you're uh, living with a partner male or female Um the other side of the coin is that once you've kind of opened it, you kind of feel obligated to drink it. So unless you're getting friends around and it's like for a kind of a, a drinking session or a party or a barbecue, then maybe you don't want to be drinking that beer days on end or drinking that amount of beer in the one go, let's be totally honest. So, But maybe just depending on what your lifestyle is and everything else, you might not want to drink beer every night of the week as you're just having you know, you come home from work and get a beer. I don't mind that. I quite like having a wee beer when I come home from work just to kind of one highlight. Well, that's it. Working day is completely finished and just help to relax. Nothing wrong with the occasional beer. The thing is, though, I also have a beer machine that take these cakes. So the benefit of that is it kills it, dispenses it and everything else. I don't have any issues and it can sit a lot longer within that situation whereas let's be totally honest if you've cracked it open and you've had a couple of beers and then you put it back in the fridge well there is obviously the risk of the damn thing kind of leaking because it's just this little plastic kind of tap thing at the bottom which let's be totally honest isn't the most robust system Whereas if I use it in the beer machine it's feeding up from the top so it's not using that tap at all, it actually has a thing that goes down through the top and that's why you use carbonation to basically force it up through the top so it becomes a top pour rather than a, a bottom pour which of course if you just use the tap that's on the keg. So yeah. There's potential for, oh Jesus, this is pissed everywhere in the fridge. Not a good idea. And Trust me, I've had situations like with that. And uh, yeah, it doesn't make you popular with the other half in any way, shape or form. <laughs> so yeah, there's good points and bad points with the kegs. But they suit me to a certain degree. So I, I don't mind them. I can live with them quite easily. Just because they're not such a big hassle. But if I didn't have the beer machine and everything else. Then yes. I'd be less likely to buy the kegs. I'll be honest with you. It can be a bit of a faff. You know. So that there's there's a, the honest and the reality of it. So again it's all down to personal choice. But for price and what you're getting. And the type of quality of beer you're getting in it. Then for me. It's it's a good bargain. It's, it's a good buy. But other things have to be taken into consideration that uh, like I said, that can make the difference of whether you would get it or whether you wouldn't, so yeah and let's be totally honest, sometimes nipping into your local Tesco's or Sainsbury's or Morrison's or Aldi a little is a lot easier and just, you know, on the way home than trying to find a home bargains or a and m or whatever, yes I can understand that but at the end of the day with the prices of lots of things at the moment especially beer and alcohol I think we all have to kind of go out our way to try and find better deals um, because unfortunately nowadays the deals aren't coming to you anymore in the supermarkets so sometimes you have to just go and search for them and uh, that's why I'm doing this series it's just to kind of do a trade off are of these beers sold in these kind of places like B&M and uh, Home Bargains are they really a bargain? Are they all they're cracked up to be? And that's why we're doing this as a kind of little kind of mini series that's just kind of tagging along. Whenever I'm in there, I'll see what they've got and grab something. But yeah, overall, not a bad beer. Let's break down the flavors. Start off, you're getting a nice maltiness. And this is what I'm talking about. One of the things is with the laggers is if you use a good amount of malt then it does give you a good foundation a really good foundation. Okay we're not talking about you know ale levels of malt but we're talking about a heck of a lot more malt than you're getting in your kind okay. of stellar artoirs and your carlings and your fosters and all these other piss waters. So you've got to give you more of that and it has that. So it's got a nice level of malt nice level of grain and you're getting this nice underlying sweetness which again you feel there's a connection between the sweetness and the malt a lot of times sometimes you're getting sweetness and you just think well this doesn't feel as if it's connected to the malt and you think well where the hell is this sweetness coming from You you know and of course well we kind of all know where it's probably coming from and it's not in the more natural kind of form put it that way but yeah so it's got that. Move on to the kind of mid tongue. The flavours slightly dissipate from the mid tongue and the sweetness slightly kind of dissipates, but it's still quite there. But what you're also getting is just feels like you get a little, ever so slight little pepperiness coming through at the kind of back end of the mid tongue just getting ever so slight accents of bitterness just ever so slight accents and then of course it moves on to the aftertaste and yeah you're getting a little bit of bitterness still a little bit of accents are just slightly ramping up a bit but they're still accents but they're just <laughs> nice so as the malt and the grain starts to dissipate you're starting to get these little kind of Bitter accents are building and you are getting a little bit of pepperiness as well in the aftertaste. It's just kind of slightly growing a bit more than it was in the mid-tongue. And uh the sweetness is there and it just feels that like the the sweetness and the bitter accents just kind of tail off together. And it's just quite a nice, clean but interesting finish. And it, it's nice because there's that little contrast of a slight pepperiness but also a slight bitterness as well, and it just, it just makes it more interesting and kind of sets your mouth up ready to go back in, you know, it's like, it changes enough from the front of the mouth to the aftertaste, that basically entices you to go back in, you know, and the thing is, if you have that kind of same flavour from front to back, then the flavours there there's nothing there to kind of really entice you to go back in for another drink whereas this does and I think it adds to its kind of sessionability as you can see wiring in here but overall I mean I'll be totally honest Um, I find a lot of German beers you know hit and miss and I find more misses than I find hits and the problem is I react to what I'm tasting. I react with what in front of me. I don't give a shit about reputation or anything else or what other people say about it. So if I'm tasting something that I like, then I like it. If I taste something that I don't like, then I'll be honest and say I don't like it. Regardless what anybody else is saying about it or regardless what reputation it's got, It doesn't matter to me. I can only review what's in front of me and... If I'm tasting something that I like, then I'll be honest about it. And there's a lot of German beers that I've tasted in Germany, over here, in other countries that I found really quite disappointing. You're thinking, well, where's all the hype? And I think sometimes this is what comes down to it. There's a lot of hype in this industry. A lot of times people have ulterior motives for saying something's great or wonderful for whatever reason. And I don't give a shit what the reason is I don't really give a shit you know why they're doing it or whatever I don't care but at the end of the day with me I want to be honest and the problem is first of all it's it's not being honest with you that, that, that's a knock on effect I'll be totally honest I'm being honest with myself if I'm tasting something that I don't like then I'll say I don't like it and that's me being honest with myself because that's it I'm, my reactions are honest If I do like it, then again, I'm being honest to myself. Now, by being honest to myself and doing these videos, that automatically means I'm honest with you. Whether you agree with what I'm saying or what I'm tasting, whatever, that's a different story. Because, like you say, and I've said before, taste is a bit subjective and we react to different flavours, certain flavours we home in on, other flavours we miss... And of course, obviously certain flavours we like and other flavours we don't. So again, if we're getting flavours that we like, then we can see this is a nice beer. If we're getting flavours that we're not so keen on, but other people love, then we might say it's not so good. Body-wise and everything else, like I said, that's a different kind of kettle of fish. And usually people should have a kind of a similar reaction to kind of body. So if you're getting this type of flavour, that's great. If you're getting that type of flavour, that's great. But the kind of feel of it, and they all kind of all, what the heck's going on with this? Oh, it's just the sun coming through. So I'm not this in my face now. But anyway, <laughs> I'm thinking, the sun's up here, which isn't the first time that's happened. But yeah, so I can understand that, but I'm being honest, and uh, I don't mind if people disagree with me. I have no problem with that, and I can understand why people disagree with me. You know, sometimes you watch the reviews and you're thinking, well, I've tasted that beer, and no, I, w- I wasn't getting that reaction. You know, sometimes the cases of people can slightly differ, but if it's just a huge difference, and you start to kind of wonder, thinking and then, you know, they're bumming it up and saying it's great, and you're thinking, no, there's an anterior motive here. I mean, they're not tasting half of the stuff they're saying. And, yeah, I mean, it's after they're reading a script, you know, and some of the flavours, you know, and and the silly, complex flavours. And then, of course, you also look at how maybe the beer or the brewery website has described the beer, and then suddenly this reviewer's using the exact same terminology and everything else, you think, "Uh uh-huh, right, okay. Yeah, maybe you're not being completely genuine. And your reaction and your kind of a review. So, I know people will sometimes comment and say, well, I don't agree, I found this and that. Well, that's fine. I mean, it comes down to, if you buy a beer that you enjoy, regardless of whether I like it or I don't like it, it doesn't matter. If you enjoy it, then keep buying it and keep enjoying it. Because that's what we drink for. We drink to enjoy and relax and everything else. So, it doesn't matter really what I say let's be totally honest my view is a kind of a guide that you know I'll give you my review you can use that as a guide as a maybe a kind of starting point if you've never had that beer before but if it's rank rotten then there's probably a good chance maybe you shouldn't spend your money on it but if I say well it's not really for me not really that great but by all all means give it a go and, and see what you like and you may get a completely different feel from it and that's great. So don't restrict yourself just on the basis of my reaction or my reviews. Because this is the whole situation. is is subjective. So I want people to kind of understand that. Because sometimes maybe they miss that point. And there's no interior motives. I don't look for subscribers. I don't look for likes. I don't look for anything like that. At the end of the day, I make the reviews. You can choose to watch them or not watch them. I don't care. It's as simple as that you can take my opinions on board or you can completely kind of disregard them again that's your own personal choice I have no problem with that and if I've reviewed a beer and that's not for me and then people send a comment say well no I find this beer really wonderful and it's great and it's one of my favourite beers then wonderful spot on you're a lucky person if you really enjoy the beer then keep on enjoying it keep buying it and hopefully they don't change it or fuck about with it and you're on happy land it's not for me so it's that type of situation I think I've got to try and kind of uh let people know that so I do this because I find it fun it's like a little hobby I'm not doing this in the basis is that I want to make a career out of it or I want to make a business out of it or I want to be this that or the other no I just enjoy it but I do have a knowledge of brewing a very good knowledge of brewing and I also have quite a good knowledge of beer so there you go that's maybe the reason why I do it and uh, yeah that also kind of drags me out of my comfort zone because it's too easy that we all just kind of sit there and uh, keep drinking the same beers because we like them and everything else and we become that kind of like uh, set in our ways uh, and with this it just keeps me trying something new and something different and of course I've also got people that donate beers um, like Adrian and again he's kind of outlooking beers is a bit different from mine so he will buy beers for me to try that I'll be totally honest, it wouldn't be my first choice and I would probably walk past them in the supermarket or the bottle shop or whatever so that's another thing that he will buy beers that I probably wouldn't for review and again it takes me out of my comfort zone and things like that so there's a kind of good balance from that and uh, yeah, but take my reviews as a, a guide not as a gospel and go make up your own mind but what I want you to know is there's no interior motive I'm not looking to get anything out of it i buy the beers unless they've been donated by Adrian or somebody else and uh, it's my money it's my it's my opinion and if you don't agree with it well that's fine you don't have to but you've also got to understand is that I don't also have to agree with yours you know it's a two way street you know what I mean so yeah but out of 10, what would I give this? Well, I'll be totally honest, it's actually quite a nice beer, it really is, and for 17. But I mean, I'll be totally honest, as a good example, the last German cake I bought of German beer, last cake was a uh, Kronbacher. which is quite a nice beer, it's quite a nice beer, Kronbacher and I think that was on sale that was on sale and I think it was from Beer Wolf and that cost me roughly about £21, 22 roughly I think it was almost £22 not including delivery and everything else so this I would say is nicer than Kronbacher that's what I would say I I like this nicer and just the, the slight peppiness and the kind of better finish and things like that and the nice level of malt and the nice underlying sweetness. These are the kind of main kind of points that really pick up when I'm drinking it. And it just makes it just a nice kind of all-round beer with a knife mouthfeel and very sessionable. For £17 compared to almost £22 plus delivery, now I think it's a case as though, I think if you're over £40, it's free delivery. So I actually have to buy two kegs of it to get it. Um... With free delivery, so again, I'm I'm, if I only want one keg, then either pay the delivery, I think it's roughly about six pounds, or buy another keg and get free delivery. Whereas there's no delivery in this, and it's 17 pounds, and yeah, it's just that little bit nicer, just that little bit more complex, but just the flavour profiles just suit me. So, on that basis, I think it's a far better deal and a nicer beer and yeah I'm going to give it six and a half six and a half border on a seven so it is uh, it is actually quite a nice beer and uh, I would recommend it but again because it's in the keg it might not be suitable for you or it might not be something you want to buy and I can understand that so um, but if you have an occasion where you can maybe utilise a keg or you have maybe a beer machine that allows you to kind of have that kind of a little bit more flexibility with kegs then yes I would definitely recommend it and uh, I would say yes it's, it's definitely a bargain and definitely not a lot nicer than what you could get as own brand kind of supermarket own brand beers and also the kind of deals in the mainstream piss waters in the likes of Tesco's, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, whatever so yes, it's six and a half out of ten, bordering on a seven so, thanks for watching, cheers and bye for now